as entrepreneurs, we all want to build great companies that can help solve some of the most pressing challenges in the world. But at the same time, we want to have a great life. Well, I've got a remarkable entrepreneur who's going to be joining us today from the Netherlands. And I got to tell you, I've gotten to know him over a number of mastermind groups. And I've just been so impressed because what he does is he designs his life on purpose, to be successful on purpose. He has a great quality of life. He's traveling all over the world several months out of the year. But he also has it count six companies, five software companies, one coaching company. And it's all about leading a life that's filled with life. You don't want to miss the lessons he's going to share with us so that you can accelerate your business and have a great quality of life, not only for yourself and your enlightened self-interest, but for all your stakeholders. I'm John Bowen, founder of AES Nation. Stay tuned. You definitely don't want to miss any of these lessons. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep, think bold, drive hard, watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Ilko, I am so excited to have you. I've, you, know, you and I have been traveling in many of the same circle, uh, circles in the last several years, and we've gotten to know each other. I've been impressed. Uh, just, you know, you're usually the only one, not always, but the only one from the Netherlands. Uh, you are in there not only, you know, really taking in the insights that everybody's sharing, but also really providing them. And you, you have built, you know, a great foundation empire, and I know you're building an even bigger one. So f thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, Ilko, you know, give me a little, you know, you and I know each other, but uh, and, and we both share a lot of the same things and that we want to build great businesses, but we also want to have great lives. And, uh, you know, you're one of the really the few guys who is doing it consistently time and time again. But I'd love before we get into some of the lessons you've learned in building these businesses and, and really leading this great life to share with our viewers and listeners uh, a little bit about your background and you know, kind of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, so um, if I talk about my background, I need to say I was born in 1980, and uh, especially the last couple of months, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. That um, I was so fortunate that I was born in 1980 um, because I figured out what the internet was. You know, like around 2000, it was really a discovery. Like, wow, the internet—it's such an amazing thing. And when I look, for example, I have a three-year-old daughter, a six-month-old son. And they will never really discover the internet because it's just a part of their daily life, you know. And for me, my background, um, in 2000, I really discovered the internet and I started selling uh, records online. And so I started buying records um, from, uh, from the States and I was selling them here in Holland. And that was my first big breakthrough online. Um, and that was awesome. So I started buying records on eBay and selling them here in, in Holland on a Dutch marketplace websites and that's when I really fell in love with the internet and um, from that moment on I started building and building and building websites and or have other people create websites and building companies and all that stuff so that's where I came from and um, yeah now since 10 years I've been doing info marketing so 
Uh, we do um, information marketing selling uh, online products, but also I created a couple of software companies. So we have a payment service provider, uh, we have an email marketing company, uh, we have a, an e-commerce company, we have a hosting company, a web design company, stuff like that. So uh, it's been exciting. Yeah, it's it's never boring. I'm in Silicon Valley and I, I started in work roughly about the same time as you were born. Uh, and it's it's been I think what you just said about you know the kids it's 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 such a an amazing thing I can still sit remember sitting down at you know mainframes and mini computers and then all of a sudden the internet and we were all connected it's just it's an amazing time and and for you know entrepreneurs who are not you know info marketers I mean. You know, the, the Internet is the greatest facilitator in the world. I mean, you and I are talking over Skype. We, you know, it's a free call and, uh, you, know, uh, you know, just, you know, multiple time zones and everything else. And all of a sudden now, and this is so important for all of us, you know, if we're going to accelerate our success, being able to use the Internet effectively. Because, uh, Ilko, I mean, one of the things, you know, we've all seen is, you know, it, it can be one of the best tools in the world, but also one of the most, and disruptive in a positive sense, but for many people, it's been disruptive in a you know a negative sense. And what I really wanted to get from you today is, you know, you are one of the the best at personal productivity, uh, of leading a great life using tools instead of letting the tools use you. I mean, how how did you avoid kind of this uh, you know challenge that so many other people, really your age and uh, a little younger, that have that. You know, they, they get sucked into the Internet and they're not it, it's it's not very productive. No, I had a big, big breakthrough in 2008. And, um, and during that moment, my business was growing and like so much stuff came into my way. And I, uh, I can really recall a day that I was so overwhelmed and so stressed out. And I can't remember when I made the decision, but I made the decision to switch off the Internet. So on one day in the evening, I decided, okay, I'll switch off the internet at 7 p.m. in the evening. And I switched off the internet at 7 p.m. And I had my full evening for myself. My wife was with her parents, so she wasn't at home. I didn't really feel like watching a movie or reading a book. So for the first time in like 10 years, I was bored. Like for the first time ever. <laughs> so it was 7 p.m. at night, and I was bored. I was like, what should I do? So. I grabbed my phone and I called my mother and we spoke for 45 minutes. We had a great conversation. And then it was 7.45 I was like, let me call a friend I didn't speak to for a long time. So I called Herman, a friend of mine, and we spoke for 45 minutes. And then it was 8.30 and I was like, mm, let me go for a walk. And that was amazing. That was amazing. And then what another big thing was that during the other days, during the day itself, I was extremely productive because at 7 p.m. the internet got switched off. So I was working like the day before I go on a holiday, you know, the day before you go on a holiday, there's so much stuff, but in a magical way, you figure it out and it, it gets done. And that's when I really figured out, um, at that time, I called it the internet diet. And now I call it internet fasting, like really switching off the internet for multiple hours during the day. So you have extreme focus, extreme clarity and extreme productivity. Now, this is so, you know, as a fellow entrepreneur, I mean, I... I, I'm in Silicon Valley. I got the internet. You know, it's being beamed. I'm actually on a country setting, but it's amazing. You know, peer to peer, how fast it can be. At least, you know, I'm surrounded. I'm looking at all the monitors here that I have, and and it's exciting and everything out. But there's a world outside. There's people outside. How how do we? 
And because I, I want to go one step further, what you and I both know, I mean, you hop on a plane and fly, the meeting we get together most with is Joe Polish's Genius Network. And, and you know, it, it takes you, it takes, I'm an hour and a half away flight. Yours is a little longer. But yeah. we get physically together because, and certainly we could call each other on Skype, but that getting that dynamic group together. And this, this is where, you know, I love the, the concept of internet fasting because very few great things happen just on the internet. Yeah. It, it's people to people still. And, you know, how, how can our fellow entrepreneurs, uh, Ilko, go, go ahead and, you know, really do this? Because, you know, I mean, you get a little withdrawals, a little shakes going on here. Yeah, I mean, we are so addicted, you know, and we are so connected, but, but because we're so connected, we're disconnected with the things that are really important to us. I think, I don't think a lot of us later on in life, when we're really old and we look back into our life, I don't think we think like, oh man, I, I wish I checked some more emails or checked some more timeline on Facebook or whatever. I think uh, overall it's a thing like family, friends, you know, passion, like fun stuff. And um, for me, to use discipline to not be online is a tough thing. So what I just do, I just switch it off so I don't need to think about it. It's like being on a plane for like nine hours and there's no Wi-Fi on the plane and during that plane ride, you don't need any discipline not to go on the internet because there's no internet. And um, we all, you know, we all have these um, uh, thoughts about like being less on the internet or checking email less or checking Facebook less or whatever. For me, it's just switching it off like cold turkey. It changed everything for me. And um, one of the practical things I do for myself is I define a couple of a time frame during the day where I just really switch off the internet from the MacBook, but also from my iPhone. Um, so I have physically switch it off. And then for multiple hours in the day, I just have extreme clarity and I'm, I'm just really relaxed. And the fun thing is that if you do it in the right way and you're offline for most of the day, when you get online, it's actually fun because there are some emails, you know, and there's some there's new stuff. And um, so for me, it's it's um, I'm not a big believer in using a lot of willpower or discipline to not check, not push the button. Um, I'm like, just switch it off completely. Yeah, and I'm not quite as good as you, but this last week I was skiing in Colorado, Beaver Creek with uh 12 of our top clients and just, you know, beautiful setting, the whole thing. And I made a commitment to check once a day and uh, I actually forgot a couple of days to check. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and it was, it was kind of fun when I did check to see what was going on. And, you know, one of the things we all want is we want to have businesses that really can, you know, one of the best things that we can use as a measure of whether we're good uh, entrepreneurs is, if we can leave our business, I always like the 90 day rule. If you could leave the business for 90 days, and is it not only standing in it, but it's doing well. And if it's doing well, it's a good business. If it's doing better than when you left, then it's a great business. And most of us have great team members. And, you know, it's, it's easy to get caught up. I, I find my most creative, I, I do not disturb a lot during the day and everything gets turned off. And that's when I'm most creative and I can really accomplish great things. But let, let's go, you know, one of the things... Ilko, you know, on social media, I mean, you're, you are you know, really, I, I'm kind of a technology user and uh, a pretty heavy technology user, you know, and the internet's been great and all that. But, you know, I, I count you as an internet entrepreneur, and, you know, your software companies and all this other stuff. 
And one of the things many people, I, I just turned 60 uh, a few months ago, and, and you know, we struggle with the social media stuff and how distracting it can be. I, I don't know how many, you know, there's only seven plus billion people in the world. I think it, uh, Facebook feels like there's eight billion people on it. I mean, you know, uh, and then we got all the others. There's so many, I can read the long list. How do you use uh, social media and how can you be productive and also avoid the, the time sink that I see so many people doing? Yeah, so I'm a big, big uh, fan of uh, Facebook when it comes to growing the business. So, um, I mean, we have spectacular growth with my companies just by Facebook alone. We, um, we spend multiple thousands of euros a day in Facebook ads. Um, so, I mean, it changed everything for my businesses. Um, but I'm not a big fan of Facebook when it comes to personal use. And that's just my personal prefer preferability. Is that a good, good word? I don't know. Um, but It um, sounds good to me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, for me to just be on Facebook or browse on Facebook, it gives me a bad feeling. It gives me negative energy. It's just, and it's robbing my time. I always say that if I, if I dedicate some time to something, it, you know, it, gives, it gets a piece of my life. And I really value my time extremely. So whenever I, for example, will be browsing on Facebook for one hour 28, it means that I have one hour 28 time less with my daughter, for example, or with my friends or my family, whatever. So for me, it, I, I really don't like browsing Facebook. But if I have access to Facebook, I do it. It's just an addiction. So what I've been doing for the last year, and it's, it, it's, it's awesome, what I do is... I ask my wife to change the password of my Facebook profile. So I ask her to change it and whenever I want to access Facebook, just for personal use, uh, I have to ask her to log into it. And like for the last month, I haven't logged into Facebook anytime because I don't like, first of all, I don't like asking her and second of all, I don't really want to. Um, and then for business use, I have um, a, a, a team who are running my Facebook ads. And whenever I, for example, want to put content on Facebook, I just send them a Google Doc with the content and they put the content and I, I tell them how much to promote and all that stuff. So actually I figured out a way to uh, be really active on Facebook, like really we reach millions of people here in Holland um, with, uh, with Facebook, but I am not on Facebook itself. And uh, so I don't respond, I don't, my team is doing all that stuff. And I don't, I, I'm actually, if I had to log in right now to save my life, I would be dead. No, it's, and uh, I, I do, uh, this might be something that I take uh, your advice on here. Uh, it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, tell us how you go ahead and have the, you know, make it work uh, with, uh, you know, because, I mean, Facebook ads, just a little touch on, you know, that's been such a big thing for, you know, so many entrepreneurs leveraging their business. So the question is on how, how, to, how do we run Facebook Well, ads? really think about what I'm thinking is not so much the, the whole campaign. We don't want to go into that. But, I mean, that's, for many of the businesses, you know, when we're, we're in Genius Network together, I mean, it's something that I've just started doing. And I've, I've really taken the attitude, and I think it's a wrong attitude, so I'll bring it up here for everybody. I've always looked at I was going to earn, you know, the traffic, the people who are coming to you over the Internet, through 
uh, organic uh, means. So I would create this great content. We do a lot of research. We have a bunch of PhDs working with us. We create these eBooks, do tons of webinars and everything. And I thought, yeah, why would I pay for advertising? I can just go ahead and do this. Well, you know, the, the thing, once you have the systems working really well, I mean, the ability to leverage and uh, Facebook seems Elko to be the one that most people are using for many businesses. And I just, you're finding that to be very successful, it sounds like. Yeah, so we have been doing the same stuff for the last year. So we also created eBooks and videos and like a lot of valuable stuff. And my mindset also used to be, we want to grow in an organically way. You know, we want to really, because uh, those are the, the most valuable visitors and the best people. Um, but for example, one of the big things in our companies is that we do webinars. We, we do webinars to teach people and to sell them uh, our products. And if, for example, and I, I just got off a webinar uh, like 40 minutes ago, if we have a webinar and we wanted to do it with the old list or organic list or whatever, we would have like 300 people or 400 people online. But now just adding Facebook ads, we have a thousand people online on a go-to-webinar webinar. So basically, we just see it as an amplifier of what we already do. And if you measure well, and we measure well, uh, it's just really like investing a lot of money but getting a lot of money back immediately. And it's, it's, it's the old school cash machine. Like you put $1 in and $4 come back. Okay, how often do you want to invest that, that dollar? And for me, my mindset right now with Facebook is like, I think it's a, it's a finite moment right now. I don't think that this will work as well as it does today in two years or maybe one year. I don't know when this stops, but the reach on Facebook and the, the, the quick reach on Facebook, it's, it's, it's ginormous. So um, it, it makes a big, big difference in my company. So for me, it's just, uh, it's just uh, the thing that works best right now. It's like going back 10 years in time and being in the AdWords game again, you know, like in the beginning phase of AdWords, if I knew then what I know right now, I would invest so much more money in AdWords than I did back then. And so I didn't know any of that at all, Elko. So you you at least got some of it. I came in after all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Everybody, it's always frustrating. And I think this is something that's very important for our fellow entrepreneurs, no matter where you are. I mean, look going forward, because there's always something that was great you know, in hindsight that none of us recognized anyways. And, yeah. and but you know, I, I look at it and, and one of the big things as an entrepreneur I, I really like to do is take a look at the lifetime value of your clients, whether you're doing professional services, whether you're doing software, whatever it is, what's the lifetime value of your clients, and then the cost of acquisition. And in and, and Silicon Valley here, if you have a ratio of three to one, you know, th that you know, lifetime value divided by the, the total client acquisition cost, you have a really good business. You have a venture-funded uh, business. And the reason for it, Elko, uh, is it's just what you're saying is that it's like a slot machine. You can put a dollar in Facebook ads or however you're getting that additional amplification. And that's huge. And that's something that I'm just starting to do now. And it's like, boy, you know, I got to a dull moment that you know, I should have done it a long time ago. But let, let's talk about, you know, as a, a fellow entrepreneur, one of the things you and I love is not marketing one-to-one. -one. Even though we know how important relationships are, you know, geez, the tools, and you've been talking about it with the webinar, but, you know, really having great marketing and maybe share how, because this is something you've really excelled. How, how do you have great marketing? Yeah, so... Um... 
with great marketing, one of our beliefs is that if we really want to win from, from everybody else, we have to become the most valuable player in our markets. And we do that by creating the best content, the best stories, the best videos, the best webinars. Um, and we're really active in providing a lot of value for free. So we reach like a lot of people for free. And then uh, from that, we, we have offers. And we do those offers through, for example, webinars or launches or video sales letters. Or, and for me, it's magic to um, do a sales conversation for like an hour or 90 minutes to a thousand people in the same time. And a thousand people, that's huge, man. That's a big, big Well, boom. let me just stop for a second for all our fellow entrepreneurs. I want you to imagine, because I do the same thing. I don't do quite that. No, I, I've had as many as 3,000 on a uh, webinar has been my biggest. But, you know, typical, they're 200 or so. And, uh, uh, and the reality, I mean, how valuable it is to hang out with 200 qualified people or 1,000 people or even 50 people that you're in the comfort of your office or wherever you're recording it and have their attention. I mean, you know, Ilko, this is, to, this is almost unimaginable. I mean, I, I used to fly around the country giving, at one time I did 100 speeches in a year. Oh. I was sick most of the year. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it, it was wearing and the whole thing. And this is, boy, uh, amazing. We did a, a three-day event a couple of months ago and we had like 250 people in the room and um, and during the event, I also offered uh, one of our programs, and it did okay. And but the th the difference was it was a three day event with all this organization. We get an invoice of sixty thousand dollars for the three days. The hotel costs. It took like weeks of me and my team, like just preparation and everything. And like three days later, after the event, I do a webinar and we close like three times more in a webinar in my sweatsuit, for example. Um, then during the whole three-day events, I was like, wow, man, this is, it's, and of course it's important to be in real life with your customers and all that stuff, but like webinars, it's, 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 it's crazy to me. And even if it's 18 people online, you know, normally you have to, you have to have a conversation 18 times, for example, for an hour, and now you do it like once. So it's, it's amazing. Well, I'm going to go a little further because I do it a little differently and, I, I do it where also some of our webinars are pre-recorded. So last week I was skiing, we ran three webinars and I'm not sure the exact number, but probably uh, uh, the estimate, I, I know how many signed up for the initial meeting. So, you know, marketing is all about, in my mind, starting a conversation, particularly at the higher level pricing points that we're yeah. doing. And, and uh, you know, it, was, it, it was worth about a quarter million dollars. Well, you know, I didn't have, everything was automated and I'm going, you know, geez, you know, I should go away more often type thing. Yeah. Well, a good yeah and, and so, you know, from a, you know, as we're looking at you know, our fellow entrepreneurs, I mean, we're talking about internet fasting, you know, getting away from kind of the just randomness of the internet and taking control, not only on social media, but I mean, the, the thing I love is, turning social media around and you've done it much better than I and much better than many, you know, using it to generate people who are becoming aware of who you are, that can, you can start a conversation and then, you know, magnifying this. And this is, you know, this webinar or this uh, podcast is all about 
you know, accelerating your success. And what better way is to have a conversation with qualified people on a regular basis, you know, virtually first, but uh, as they, do they raise their hands along the way? How do they, are you selling them a beginning uh, something, you know, take them along a client path, Elko, or are you uh, having a larger price point that they start a conversation with you? Yeah, so we have different roads that lead to uh, a higher level customer. So we have a we have a twenty thousand euro uh, program, and in between we have a three thousand euro program, and front end is a seventy five euro thing, and then we have books and stuff like that. And uh, so we have different roads that lead to eventually a higher price product. And um, we, yeah, we have different type of webinars, different type of offers. We we are not really that big into like automating all the funnels and stuff. We we, we can grow in, in that as well. Um, but yeah, we have different different offers. Not too many offers. Um, so it's pretty pretty clean. Yeah, and we're and we're extremely. Uh, we only have two really two products uh, yeah. that we have, and and the marketing automation software is just amazing. So I mean. You know, all this can be automated and you, know, you don't need to know how to do it. There's certainly plenty of people out there. And one of the things that I found most valuable and uh, that you do, uh, and we both uh, write some pretty big checks, is investing in ourselves. And, you know, just all the connections, like uh, there's no way if you didn't do it and I didn't do it, we would have met. I mean, yeah, and sure. the, the logic, you know, of so many shared ideas and so on. But you know, what do you think about your fellow entrepreneurs? You know, tell them why you you know make such an investment, not only in money, but you're you're traveling all over the world at these different events, Elko. It's, um, I mean, you just have to. You just have to. And it's uh, um, every time that I write a big check, something magical happens. You know, it's um, so. For example, my daughter was ten weeks old. And then um, I went to Necker Island, uh, the, the, the island of Richard Branson. I met with Joe Polish and, and all the guys. And it's uncomfortable to leave the house uh, for more than a week when you have a 10-week-old. You know, you want to stay at home and all that stuff. And it's a big investment. Uh, well, let's just stop because this is – I want to set the stage because not everybody's going to know about – this is an event that uh, – uh, I forgot his name, Yanke Silver and uh, Joe Polish. I don't know who started it, but with Richard Branson that once a, once a year or so for a lot of money, you know, fellow entrepreneurs get together for a week on Nectar Island and Richard shows up as well as they're usually most, uh, if not all the time. And there's brainstorming and everything else. But as a young father, you know, I mean, uh, just taking the time away, let alone writing a pretty large check, uh, it's easy to second guess yourself. And most of us would say, yeah, I'm not going to do it. Why did you do that? And then what was the end result? Um, well, the end result is this, that we have this communication yeah. and, uh, because at that island, like it's magic, you know, like all the people you meet and the connection, it's a small group, like 20 people. And, um, it's just a full week of great connection. And I don't mean just connection like, Hey, you connect with somebody like really deeper level connection with a lot of great people. So amazing friendships occur, um, life, lifelong friendships great insights uh the big vision i mean necker island is the best place in the world to really think about the business like where do you want to go and what do you want to do so um so for me to take that step at that time it was sort of uncomfortable but 
it was the best decision ever and I went there twice and now I'm in 25k and like other stuff and it's um, it's just just you know as an entrepreneur and this is maybe the big thing as an entrepreneur we oftentimes feel misunderstood and sometimes we even feel lonely and to be with like-minded people who play a big game as well and don't don't judge you on being ambitious or other stuff it's just amazing and that's what i experience when i go there or when i go to joe or when we meet or whatever it's um and that's something for me that's priceless to really feel understood and and and, and be with like-minded people because it's not always fun B- running business is not always fun there's a lot of challenges a lot of struggles a lot of people we work with are you know could be team or customers or whatever they maybe not understand you or whatever and to really be with like-minded people is something that you really can't, you know, put a price tag on, in my opinion. And I agree. I mean, I'm in I'm in four mastermind groups and you're right over six figures in checks and, uh, or the low six figures in checks. And it's and it's been one of the best investments I've ever made. I mean, the networks that come out of it, the relationships, the ability to reach out with fellow experts who are going through the same issues. None of us get through life unscarred. And as entrepreneurs, we've got more scars than most people here. Well, let, let me change uh, and go to a new segment. And it's the book of the day. And Ilko, you have uh, a different book that nobody else has ever brought up, which I think is a great one. Why, why don't you share what it is? Um, I'm a big, big believer in journaling. So this is the book of the day. It's a, it's a journal that's, and, and my advice is always to buy a big journal so you have a lot of space to write in and to have white pages in it. You know, we we... As an entrepreneur, especially when you go to seminars or you're listening to podcasts or watching videos or whatever, we oftentimes take notes. And it always it, it pains me to see people taking notes from just like just like paper or whatever because we have these great insights and I think we should really like put them in great journals so you can build your own library of your own wisdom. And for me, this is a part of my legacy. I really hope that my son or my daughter later on they will read my journals and. Uh, so that's something that I love. I love um, writing in my journals and rereading my journals. Whenever I'm in a tough time, tough period in business or whatever, I go back into my journals and I go back to the moments when it's re- when it was really tough. And then I see it and I'm like, ah, you know, those were big deals at that time. Those were big problems in my mind. But if I look at it now, it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. So it's just valuable to... to um, write down like all your great ideas, your frustration, inspiration, even your to-dos or your quotes or whatever, and build your own legacy and build your own library. No, and I, I do the same. I actually transferred over to OneNote, and some of the people do it with Evernote. But I, I just, matter of fact, I'm, uh, I think you can see that. If you're watching on video, this is a 2016 journal from Abundance 360, which is Peter Diamandis's, uh mastermind group that I was in just a couple months ago and and it's you know I was just going over because we're out of that there's some um, large uh, opportunities that we're working on putting together and I'm going over all my notes this morning and it's and it's just there's so much value there and it brings you back in the meeting and how it comes together let's go to the next thing Uh, it's uh, the application of the day and you know as a uh, you know a running all these software companies using the internet uh what yeah what would you recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs as the application of the day uh (laughs) 
the application of the day is none because you know it's it's uh, and we're we're not alike in this way but i really don't like to put more apps on my phone i don't like to put more distractions on my phone i do like apps like um uh LastPass, but for example i don't have gmail on my phone i don't have twitter don't have facebook don't have like don't have snapchat all that stuff i don't have it on my phone because i don't want to be like distracted by apps so uh like i like LastPass, but that's about it well i'm gonna go it's kind of funny yesterday uh, by accident, one of my administrators turned off my LastPass and it was canceled, the account. Wow. And uh, I'll tell you, LastPass is a password. I mean, uh, LastPass, I forgot the other one. There's two big competitors, LastPass, you know, I would recommend strongly as you would, Ilka. But the, it, what you don't realize is when it's not there, <laughs> it was like, whoa. Now, fortunately, LastPass, unbelievable support. They turned it back on as soon as you know, it went. So I'm going, oh, I got to build a thousand passwords type wow. thing. Wow. And so there was a moment of panic. But yeah, I mean, there's some great tools. But you know, one of the things that we, we get so carried away with is you know, having the latest and greatest technology. And one of the things you know, I just love about technology, it's all about facilitating. Yeah. Let me kind of do the uh, wrap this all up here and the key takeaways. And, and you know, Ilko, these are some great things. And I want to make sure everybody got them because they're so important. I mean, this is all, you know, as entrepreneurs, we want to have this accelerated success. We want to make a difference. We want to serve our clients, our customers really well, no matter what the business is that we're doing. And, you know, this is what's great about capitalism. By doing well by someone else, we get to do well. And to do that, though, we've got to design our life on purpose. This is one of the things uh, that really brought Ilko and I together is we're, you know, by no means, I don't know about you, Ilko, but I, I know I, I don't have the perfect life. You could ask my wife. It's not quite perfect, but I'm working on perfection along the way. And uh, this is something we all are doing. And, and one, the Internet fasting, I, I, I just love that. It's so powerful because... It's so easy to get distracted. I mean, when I look at the statistics of the amount of time the average person is spending just surfing the internet, uh, really being not productive. This is, the internet is one of the best tools ever made, uh, and maybe even be the best tool ever made for leverage and so on, but it can also be disruptive. Make sure you're using it effectively. Same with social media. I mean, what a contrast, uh, you know, using Facebook for, you know, wasted time. Uh, everybody, nobody posts anything bad on Facebook. It's everybody's got the perfect life on Facebook. But, you know, so a lot of wasted energy, not reality. But at the same time, what's going on is the ability to use that to amplify, as Ilko talked about, amplify whatever your messaging is. And then really, uh, this is where we met both Ilko and I really love marketing and this is because if you're going to deliver something of value you got to let people know that you're there and great marketing the ability to leverage it with technology today has never been better all the you know, webinars are one of our both of our favorites obviously podcasts but any kind of content creation where you're really talking one-on-one -on -one but to many and it can be 10 hundreds thousands even millions in some cases but to have this all happen is you've got to invest in yourself. And uh, 
This is, I, I just want to keep on encouraging everyone to be in a mastermind group of people who are quite honestly doing better than you. They're, we're all on the journey together, but that are really, you know, if you're the, the top person in the group, then you're in the wrong group. You don't want to be the top person. You want to be really learning from each other, sharing, and uh, just you know, over the years, that's been one of the most valuable things I've done in business. Ilko, I, I want to thank you again. This has been phenomenal. Uh, continued success, and I look forward to seeing you at the, uh, the next Mastermind Group. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, it was amazing. Okay, for everybody out there, remember AESNation.com. You can go see the show notes. We'll have the transcription. Some real pearls of wisdom. Put them in place. Your clients and all those future clients are counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthroughs. AESNation.com. <laughs>